Yo, today's QOD is everything we attract is what we are. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quarter of the Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Earl Schof on the show today, and Earl's name may sound a little bit familiar to you because he was Jim Rohn's mentor. Jim Rohn spent most of his life traveling around the world, teaching the masses the things that Earl Schof taught him. And so there's so much wisdom here, and I'm so happy to share this clip for you. And what Earl's going to do is he's going to share a few tips for how you can make the laws of success work for you. Here's Earl. We have laws of success. We have laws of poverty. We have laws of lack. Laws of prosperity. We have laws of hate. We have laws of love. We have laws of peace. All of these are basic laws. If we use them rightfully, wonderful things will happen to us. If we use them wrong, then we get ourselves in trouble. Now, one of the things that always has bothered me is in all the books that I've ever read on setting goals in life, positive thinking, positive goals that we want in life, and many of you people have probably read the similar books, we follow these different steps, rules, laws, exactly, and if we set ten goals in life, we end up with two. We lose out on eight. So it is not like the law of gravity, seemingly, because it doesn't work every time. And the only reason it does not work every time is because we do not use the right law. We are only using part of the law, and so the law of averages will give you a certain percentage of your goals. That is all. You say, gee, wasn't that great? This happened to me. But whatever happened to all the other goals you had in life? I'm going to lay down a simple, basic way And you can have anything in this world you want to have, and you can be anything in this world you want to be, and it's a simple, basic situation. There's absolutely no problem to it. These are scientific things that work every time, if you will do it in a simple way. Now, the first thing that we want to become aware of, that we're going to be like farmers. We're going to plant seeds. And these seeds that we plant are the seeds we're going to reap. Now, we are all aware that if you plant a seed, a tomato, you are not going to get cucumbers. You're going to get tomatoes. If you plant a watermelon seed, you're not going to get grapefruit. You're not going to get radishes. If you want radishes, folks, you must plant radishes. And when you plant a seed in the earth, you must plant it properly. And if you do not plant it properly, you will not have the harvest. Now, one of the major problems in our country today with the average person, as they take the time and the effort to buy all the harvesting equipment, but they do not understand the planting and the cultivating. We want to reap harvest, but we do not want to take the time to plant, and we do not want to take the time to cultivate. Now, the planting of a seed in the earth is basically and absolutely the same process that you use in the mental world. 
We are born with a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. We are the only animal in the kingdom that has both a conscious and a subconscious mind. A mind to decide at any time in life where we want to go or what we want or what we don't want. We can decide with this conscious mind of ours at any moment whether we want to do a thing or we don't want to do it. We can decide what we want to eat or what we don't want to eat. We can decide what we want to drink or what we don't want to drink. We can decide what we want in life, in a home, in an automobile, in the clothes we wear, the stoves we buy, anything that we want in this world, any type of furniture, any type of a home, any type of an anything, we decide at any time right here. Now, where most people are making a mistake is they set their goals down. They say, well, what is your goals? Write them down. So the fellow sits down and he says, I want a car, I want a house, I want some furniture, I want some new clothes, I want some money, and this is the way they set their goals. Now, folks, if we had a whole group of seeds, let's take apple seeds. We had 50 different types of apple seeds. And we just grabbed any one of them out and said, we want apples. We throw them in the ground, they come up, and they say, gee, those are green apples. I wanted red ones. Well, that's because you just picked any type of an apple seed. You didn't describe it. So we must learn to define. Now, you've heard of the word of visualizing, that you have to learn to visualize things. And when you visualize something, this is the thing you're going to bring into your life if the visualization is strong enough. And we're always visualizing things in our life. But the, our tendency is to visualize negative situations. Now, the reason for visualizing negative situations is because, folks, let's not kid ourselves, we are living in a negative world. If I ask somebody, I says, by the way, Joe, how do you feel today? He says, good, fine. The next day I ask him how he feels, and he says, I feel terrible. I have had a pain in my stomach, and I have ache all over, and he goes into a, you'd think he was an actor. He can describe a negative situation in his body so wonderful, but when he feels good, he just says, fine. How come people, when they feel fine, they don't say, I feel great, I feel wonderful. I feel so great that I expect all the wonderful things in the world to happen to me today. In other words, have that little feeling when you talk about the good things in life. I say, how are you doing in business? The guy says, fine. And if he has a bad day, I said, how are you doing? He says, lousy. Oh, let me tell you, this is a, I, we're just having a terrible time. Uh, did you read that article the other day? It took me several hours to find it, but it was on the back page down at the bottom in fine print, but I located it. People like negative things. They seem to vibrate with them for some strange reason. They don't want things that are negative in their life, but they keep insisting on talking about them. And they can paint the most beautiful picture of loss and lack. Uh, immediately, I say, by the way, the internal, and everybody immediately starts shaking. Combustion. <laughs> well, the guy says, you know what I thought you were going to say? And he starts creating pictures. He says, oh, by the way, I wonder about last year, what I did with that, <laughs> you know, uh, did I, I wonder if they'll find that. And immediately he said, I can see the guy come to the door now. <laughs> I wonder when he'll be here. I wonder what he'll look like. And he gets a beautiful picture. And the next thing you know, the guy is knocking on his door. <laughs> he created the picture and he brought it into his life. And the funny thing about creating things, folks, we are creators. Nothing comes to us. Everything comes to us, from us. Everything in this world that happens to us comes from here, not out here. And everything that you have in your life is exactly what you designed. The dress you're wearing, the coat you're wearing, 
The tie you're wearing, the necklace you're wearing, the stole you're wearing, the home you're living in, the neighbors you got, the friends you got, and the distributors you got. So don't blame me for people that you attracted. When you sign this person up, you're the guy that coaxed him in. And you didn't care who he was as long as he come in. And pretty soon you had 20 of them, and you says, you know what, Shelf? I got a lousy bunch of distributors. <laughs> well, when you understand these laws, you won't tell me these things. Because you are basically saying, and I am not talking about you. I'm not talking about you. I wouldn't dare. There's too many here. <laughs> but what I am saying is that everything we attract is what we are. And what I am speaks so loudly, I cannot hear what you say. And what you are speaks so loudly, I cannot hear what you say. You see, everything that you have is the things that you've created. All right, my friends, that was Earl Schof. If you want to watch this entire talk, it is on YouTube. Look up Earl Schof, mentor to Jim Rohn, how to become a millionaire. That is it for me. I hope you have a lovely day. Head on over to my website, SeanCroxton.com. Get your free ebook, The Money Mind Reset, Five Steps to Changing Your Relationship with Money and Money Mind Academy. My big eight-week course is going to come back in January, so be on the lookout for that. I'm out. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. 